while Linus waits for the great pumpkin, ghosts and goblins, witches and owls make the scene with Charlie Brown and his Peanuts playmates off on a haunting spree that's filled with surprises. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, in color. Put your phones, put, put your, phone, you your phones down. No, it's, you know, it's important. Yeah, you're texting. This is you're... really important. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's really important. No, it's like, honestly, like super important. Like scale of one to ten? Uh, Thirty. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I can count. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed, Daniel. Do you remember really? when they were going to stop calling uh, French fries French fries and they were going to call them freedom, freedom fries? fries? You know, I never France knew if that support. was true or if that was just something Nana told us. No, it was because, George, it was in the commissary at, I think, the Pentagon, maybe the White House. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in the communism era. No, in the communist era, France was considered a communist country. Uh, uh, I burped. Um... But yeah, no, I uh it was in the right after the Patriot Act uh or whatever and it was uh France wasn't supporting the US going into a pointless quagmire of a war for uh no Is real that reasons. reason that the freedom fries thing was? Yeah, man, and so then they like in the in the, I believe it was the commissary at the Pentagon and the White House, the, those cafeterias, they just called them freedom fries instead of french fries because George it's W the Bush most was Republican bullshit right? thing I've George ever heard. George W in my Bush life. was It's so funny that they're the people who they there's something fascinating about the conservative mindset where they focus on meaningless hollow traditions. I guess they are conservatives, they want to conserve things regardless of their actual value. So it's like they really get hung up on like the proper names of things. Like they mean something like they love their magic spells. Like you must say Merry Christmas and not happy holidays. You must call them freedom fries now because France well, did not support our point. Well, war. I'll make a little bit of an argument on the flip side there. I would think that most people would probably consider more liberal people more, um, choosing their words and caring very much about the particular words that they I'm talking use. about conservatives uh, needing them to be certain things because they're magical yeah. little <laughs> phrases that please their stupid ears. If you stop calling it Columbus Day, we're all going to forget about Christopher Columbus is their train of logic. These are people who are so hung up on pointless... Uh, hollow ceremony that they you know they think like oh if we don't have a giant statue of this confederate general everyone will forget the civil war happened that's how surface level they are with things unless you say merry christmas every time uh christ will uh i don't know die like tinkerbell and peter pan when they don't believe in the fairies danny danny if i can't say merry christmas Ugh. to every damn person that i meet <laughs> I will die. Did I ever tell you about that that real stupid priest? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the one wow. about the stupid priest? No, I was. This was back when they used to send me to CCD. It was right before like Christmas break, where it was Wait, like they sounds weird. Like the government was yeah, doing it. Like, like back, we couldn't not call your parents couldn't call them French fries, and they'd send you to Catholic uh, bullshit. So Catholic child detention. When yeah, oh boy, you, that and a, a bag of chips. But it was uh, right before the Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. <laughs> so you can't say that. <laughs> right before I sang the opening theme song to Christmas Vacation, they uh, they did like a speech about don't take the Christ out of Christmas. You know, yeah. because because people are saying, and the guy we are not from the south. They don't have an accent. No, but he's old in the story, <laughs> and so he says, "Don't take the Christ out of Christmas." People are gonna try to convince you to write Xmas. He was talking about it like yeah. it was when they pressure you to drink. He's like, "People are gonna try to make you do things." He's like, "They're gonna make you write Xmas," and it's like one Xmas is actually just short 
for Christmas. Like X, in it's why we use that to mean crossing. It's uh, it's some old Latin bullshit for for cross or Christ. It's like the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't say, "Oh, look, we're at a a deer Xing." We're at a deer crossing. It is Christmas. Xmas is an abbreviation because those characters mean the same thing. But also, who walks around saying Happy Xmas? Like, wh- I have a box that I'm about to shove in the attic. Yeah. If I don't on. write Christmas on it, if we, you know, like, there's no room on this cup that yeah. I'm making for my Nana. There's no room to write Christ. I wrote an X. Am I blaspheming now? Anyway, the point is. So he said to us, you know, I, I have a friend of mine. He's a Jewish. He's a Jewish, and uh, the Jewish when <laughs> he did not say that he's a Judaism, and you know he's a, he's Jewish, and uh, you know this friend of mine we always greet each other. I, you know we don't do happy holidays because that takes a Christ out of Christmas. So I always look at him and I always say Merry Christmas, neighbor, and he always says to me Happy Hanukkah, neighbor. And I was like, that's not a friendly thing you do. That's passive aggressive. Two old men refusing to. That's like if every morning you greeted your neighbor with. Uh, burn in hell um you're not getting into the kingdom of heaven like just back and forth like it's some petty bullshit see Um, i feel like the nice thing to do would be if the priest wished him a happy hanukkah right isn't that the the better story rabbi wished him a merry christmas yeah but then he wouldn't be a stubborn (laughs) pig-headed guy who loves jesus so much he wears a black turtleneck everywhere (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't remember the word for priest um, I remember when I first saw, it was like the very beginning of memes. I remember and... when I saw her standing there, <laughs> my heart went boom from across that room and I held her hand in mine. We um, danced through the night, Molly, and we held each other tight. Yeah. Did yeah. you? I was 17 at the time, so it wasn't weird that she was just 17. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Actually, she was a year older than me. She was, I was 16. She was 17. It was, it was, but that's, we knew each other all our lives. It wasn't that weird. She made me hold her shoes because we went to this dance and, and this is the only dance I ever went to. And, uh, and like her feet started to hurt. She didn't want to stop dancing. I went to sit down. She was like, could you hold my shoes? And I really, I know that this is maybe too personal, but I'm really grossed out by feet. And I was like, and so I held her like heels by the heel instead of like hooking your fingers into the shoe. Like you would if they were your own shoe. Cause it's like, those are her feet germs. And she didn't have stockings on. It was just bare feet into the heels. Anyway, this is a mishmash of two different stories that really happened. Because you cut me off. One of them was eighth grade. One of them was prom. Who'd you go? You went to, you danced with someone in eighth grade? I didn't dance. No, that's the mishmashing part is I only ever went to one dance in high school. I only ever went to one dance in like middle school. Okay. And so I just mishmashed those two. The the shoes thing, which was the meat of the story, that happened to me in eighth grade with a girl who, I didn't go with her. We all went in like a big group to this dance together. And uh, I had a miserable time and I I held this girl's shoes because she asked me to. And then the other one was just, I I only, I didn't go to my own prom. I just went to my girlfriend's and. uh, So Christmas. That didn't work out though because she um, banged her head on a radiator real hard. She got this like mark on her forehead. You know in Home Alone when. when uh, which one is it, Harry I or Marv? I would love if you when let Joe me Pesci grabs the doorknob story. and it burns the M from McAllister into his palm. Or oh, you know, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when Tot the Nazi, I am holding a <laughs> screwdriver. I will jab it into your neck. Okay, I'm just gonna keep going on about yeah, fictional girlfriends. Um, I don't even want to tell my story anymore, so it's please, fine. No, please, if you don't, I'll be really sad. No, um, do you remember the story? I remember the story. Then you have to tell it. It's so anticlimactic now, though, because you cut it off so long. It was like a two sentence thing that now. What? 
what it's if awkward. I refuse to speak until you finish the story? You can't do the podcast on your own. You oh, don't I do spooky, you don't do spooky voices. You can't intro this Halloween episode. It's Halloween. <laughs> it's I tried. Halloween. I can't do it. Um, no. Um, welcome to the pants are too tight. No, tell your story. No. I'm not going to finish the intro until you do. It's the best name if for it's a, a podcast. No, no, you don't get to say my line. It's a show. If it's a two-sentence story, tell it quickly now. It's so anticlimactic. It's been built up too much. It's not. Just do it. No, I'll I I'll cut can't. it out if you don't like it. Go ahead. I, I can't. I, like, I'm telling you the words will not come out of my mouth. I'm going to read you this uh, Coke uh, nutrition facts And if you don't. I'm Molly, and that's water, Danny, and this is the pants are too tight. Aspartame, phosphoric acid, potassium. You know benzoate. what this show's about? It's about the things that you obsess over, and um, they could be good or it could be bad. I'm gonna obsess about this story if you don't fucking yeah, you tell are, it right exactly. now. No, fuck you, tell it. No. I'm gonna make loud noises into the microphone. I'm gonna piss it. you off, and everyone <laughs> listening. You know the only person who listens to this is Ronaldo. That's not true. You know I checked the listener thing. I'm sorry. Thing. Was his was his name Ronaldo or Rudolfo? Which fake name was I giving? <laughs> oh my Jordan? God, Ronaldo. It was Ronaldo. Where yeah. did Rudolfo come from? That's not even. A name. How will you refer to him, Rudolfo? <laughs> I don't know, Molly. Tell the story, please. It's not even a this story. Is gonna, no, this is really going to pique the anxiety okay. of the listener. Fine, get yeah, the listener. It's you. It's you when you're editing it. The that one it's listener, gonna... Rudolfo. No, it's I'm not even a Ronaldo. story. It's so awkward now. And I'm sorry to everyone who was hoping it was something interesting because it's fucking not. So thanks. Um, no, I just remember at the time I thought it was really clever and cool that they were like, ah, like keep the Christ in Christmas because I thought it was like I don't know. I thought I just remember thinking it was really funny, you and I look back. No, I thought it was funny. Oh, you thought it was funny? Yeah, like I was like, like, oh, like that's like so clever, yeah. and it's not. Like I don't know what I thought was clever about it, but at the time in like seventh grade, I was like, this is so seventh clever. Grade. I was Over a rabbit. Did you know I've been looking for you since the seventh loser. grade? But uh, yeah. I'm a creep. Thanks for building that up. There's I'm no story there. That's not true. There was a story there, I'm and a, I'll oh, find it, chief. What were we talking? I was Lois Lane. Before that, though, um, that made you readily talk oh, about the oh, the happy holidays and happy the happy Halloween, Halloween, freedom Halloween. fries, freedom. happy happy Halloween, freedom silver fries. shamrock. I really thought that that was from like the fucking eighties or fifties oh, yeah. or something. It sounds like, very Reagan-y. Yeah, it's, I thought it was Reagan. Like, sounds and the way that Nana told us about that, it seemed like something Nana remembered, not that it was something happening mm-hmm. at the time she was telling us about it. Yeah. In which case, why was she the only person I heard that from, and why were they always referred to as a thing of the past? It was, was this not the first time we had an issue with the French and we decided to do this? I mean, there seems I maybe. Maybe it had been done previously, and they just revert, reverted back to it because of it. But um, I feel like the the that was exclusively that was like two thousand two that happened. That's also just a stupid thing. So like, why do we call them French young. fries to begin with? Uh, I don't remember why. It's one of those things where it's like Dutch apple pie isn't Dutch at all. It was like created by a guy whose name was Dutch or something. It's I, one of those. Yeah, I recall. Thomas's this, English muffins are not from England. Yeah, no, that's the know? opposite of yeah, an yeah. English muffin. I um, Yeah, baby. I remember Nana's reasoning. Nana's it, raisins? It, in her infinite ways, her history. She did kind of look like a raisin. Um, I heard it you through said the did. grapevine. She's not, she's not dead. No, but she, you know, she's got a youthful glow about her now. Um, ever since she, hit, she, not, ever, she hit 90? Ever since she hit 90, that old gal's been sparking up a fume. No, but I remember her historic version was that um, they gave us the Statue of Liberty and in response, we named French fries, French fries after them. 
gotcha, which right. is definitely some nano revisionist fake history. But also, it sounds like exactly what how America would have slighted France like that. Like, we give you this beautiful gift of the Statue of Liberty, which I'll say it's fucking ugly. Um, and we're like, oh, hey, yeah, like these uh, fries. We're just going to put French in front of it. And uh, well, I mean, I'm sure America gets uh, kind of, th- you know, in other countries, I'm sure that they call like a hamburger, like an America sandwich. I don't know if that's. Yeah, that's but like our French fries, French fries thing. aren't fucking French, right? Like I, if I, don't, I don't think if I went to France, they're going to be in every fucking restaurant. Snails. We could have called snails in America like Frenchies or something. Well, we could have called them escargot. Well, well, they are called escargot. We would have called frogs Frenchies because frog is like derogatory slang for Frenchmen. Well, that's news to me. You kids in your phones. I'm not. Listen, these are super important. If I don't answer them now, no one will ever talk to me again. Yeah. Hi, anxiety. I'm Whatever. Sure. Na- Molly, I haven't done one Halloweeny thing. I'm supposed to be doing spooky voices all month to intro this well, podcast. Well, then give it. You know, you, you could have jumped on the intro, but I had to carry the train myself. Molly, nobody carries a train except Superman or Mr. Incredible. And okay. I'm Mr. Incredible. Thank you very much. Oh, is there anyone spooky in The Incredibles that I could do a voice for? I mean. Bob, throw me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rick Dicker is a little that that's not Halloweenish. Who's what's like a good Halloween thing? I could I could be a Charlie Brown teacher in a the podcast. Wow, they really got that in stereo, didn't they? Um, <laughs> with these two, dude, talk about the Great Pumpkin. Um, okay, I can only do Linus when he talks about the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> I don't know the Great We've Pumpkin model. We've already talked about Christmas enough, though. The, and the though great it was pumpkin, and so the shepherds. In that field where they lay, I don't know. I don't. I Linus isn't spooky. No, spooky. You spooky. blockhead. You like saying it at the end. I you blockhead. Rock. I gotta rock. Hi, it's me, Charlie Brown. Listen, boys and girls, if you go out trick or treating, no, no, rock. run, run. That's a gross voice. Run. You think every voice I do is gross? I do. You're so disgusting. <laughs> You're a nasty freak. You know, Adina, I have to share. Um, for you know. Oh, you said Danny. I thought you said you know, Adina. I have to share. <laughs> no, Danny. It's I, uh, pronounced Adele. Doesn't I have to. <laughs> Bringing back 2012 oh. references, Daddy. Don't tell me. Was that really 2012? I don't know when it was. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I that can't have been Do you remember the ago. next year at the Oscars where they had John like Travolta and Adele Dazim come out together? And he grabbed her face and went, you are so cute. And he like, very creepy. Like the way a mob boss in a movie yeah, would do that before that whacking a woman over the head. Um, I saw a friend today uh, who on her Snapchat story was praising Tim Curry. And... um asked where his lifetime achievement award was uh-huh. and um do i know this friend or is this one of yours this is one of my friends but you might know her my friend elizabeth she's a fan of the show um liz for short um salesman what's up um i'm gonna be so embarrassed if i said your last name wrong but uh yeah so she was praising tim curry and i had mixed feelings because on the one hand you know i think tim curry's a creep and he makes me so uncomfortable but on the other hand, he has been in a lot and done a lot. Like maybe he should have a lifetime achievement award. And then it got me thinking: like, have I been unfairly judging Tim Curry this whole time? Yeah. And uh, then I remembered how creepy he was in the worst witch video, and I decided I was right. I, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You sound out there, and I we're zoned out not there. Not listening to me. So thank <laughs> no, you. No, I'm listening to you. 
I just want to. Yeah, you're just on your phone. I just want to read this, mm-hmm. this little thing here. This is so interesting for our listeners. Listeners, I'll talk to you. Today, um, our show is about candy because what is more Halloween-ish than candy? I guess scary things. Well, I would think the consumer's market would beg to differ. I don't know what I'm saying. Half of Halloween is trick-or-treating and you get candy, damn it. And what do you think is the other half? I don't really do anything Pumpkins. Else. I went. I've been to Halloween parties before, but it's not. I don't really like. Parties. I like Halloween parties, but I've never. I, don't I haven't like been parties. invited to one since the sixth grade. Since so, the seventh grade. Lame. That's not true, actually. I've been, I, I've been to like yeah. an adult Halloween party, but it's not as fun. It's just a regular party. There's nothing fun. I want everyone wearing costumes. Oh, everyone wore costumes to the last Halloween party I went to. I told you about this last time. I just wore a wig. Yeah. Of my own hair. I have a wig that looks just like my hair. I'm a. But I miss guy. trick or treating, and I think. I'm I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant here because this is something I'm obsessed with. You a rant never. Yeah, well, do you know in some towns it's illegal for children over the age of fourteen to trick or treat? And Mom, now you're not gonna get like arrested. Yeah. But like they truly discourage kids over the age of fourteen for trick or treating. Yeah. And um, I think that that's a crime against humanity. Mm-hmm. And those towns should be um, if you want to talk about the federal government getting involved in local politics, <laughs> that's where they should step in. Almost knocked, it was knocked mic over. over your whole mic, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that sounds real good. But I think that that's wrong because I trick-or-treated up until college and uh, those were some great times and free candy. Why is it just for children, Danny? You tell me. Why is free candy just for children? Yeah. Because you're an adult and you could buy your own. No. Thank you. As a child, I could also have bought my own candy. Yeah, well, I There's mean- these things called gumball machines that only cost a damn quarter. Yeah, but that's not like a full sack of candy, which is available to you as an adult now that you, you know, like have a job and stuff. It's not as fun. And I don't get the assortment that I get trick-or-treating. The variety. And where is the fun of trading? Remember those trick-or-treat trades? You go out trick-or-treating, you come home. you come home, you dump them all out on the floor. And then you trade your candy. Yeah, And if you're the oldest, you really trick the younger ones into some unfair trades. You were very rude about that. I was. I was a horrible negotiator. You took advantage of that fact. (laughs) I did. Gosh, you gave me that that blanket that was covered in smallpox one year. Yeah, I did. It's so sad. No, I'd be like, you know, like, Danny, obviously your king-size Hershey is worth a lot, so I'll give you, like, seven lemon drop gumballs oh, for that king-size bar. Please. And, like, it was really disappointing as the oldest, as you guys did get older and wiser, and mm. I couldn't trick you into thinking you liked candy that you didn't. Um, yeah. You really brought the mood down. Thinking about the years of manipulation, does that bring you down? Well, no, other stuff is bringing me down. That's just pulling at the chains, baby. Oh, baby. That's not the weight, but it sure ain't taking any off. What's your favorite Halloween candy? My favorite Halloween candy is, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to be rude, but there are very few specific Halloween candies. Well, that's the thing. It's mostly just candy, bruh. It's candy, but is there anything specific that comes out at Halloween that you like? Uh, listen, there's them little gummy Krabby Patties oh. from the SpongeBob. Yeah. Hate those. <laughs> it's a fucking tease is what that is because you, uh, you get in there, you oil up your hands and you say, can't wait to have this. It's themed after the best cartoon ever. And it's uh, a tiny hamburger, but no, tastes like a damn gummy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any Halloween specific candy. 
I, I always like shit shaped like a pumpkin. Yeah, like the Reese's pumpkins, or yeah. like they would come out like the orange Kit Kat bars. With but the, that doesn't. I mean, there's pumpkin spice like Kit Kat it. bars now. I liked um, as a kid always. I always liked getting the Halloween shaped pretzels. Like there was somebody around here who would always give out pretzels. Yeah, and I hated those. I liked those because the salt that built up in the bottom of that bag. Oh, oh I love it. Nasty. You're such. A I love freak. me some salt. You're a freak who used to dip tortilla chips in a Coke. Still do it, baby. Ugh, let's not be friends anymore. I know no. we're siblings and we don't really have a choice, but like no, I could, we'll I could dissociate from you if I wanted, right? I mean, you could, but you won't. No, um, right. I'm not a good enough negotiator. I'd never get a good deal. Exactly. Um, my favorite candy is changed a lot over the years. I used to be the biggest Reese's fan, and it's probably dwindled over the years. Not that I don't like it; I still love it. But I, at this point in time, I'd probably say like a regular Hershey bar is my favorite. I just feel like I used to love Kit Kats so much, and then I kind of OD'd on Kit Kats, and I can't eat them anymore. I had a phase like that, but I'm back to loving Kit Kats. And better than ever. They say your taste changes every seven years, but I read that once when I was 10, so I don't know if it's true. I'd Um, believe it. You'd believe anything. I love a Take 5 bar. I really petition people to go out this Halloween, Yeah. um, and please go get the big individually wrapped packs of Take 5 bars and give those out, because I want the world to know how delicious they are. Take 5, more like a fake tive. Oh. Do you know Reese's bought Take 5, so like they don't make regular Take 5 bars anymore. It's all Reese's Take 5. At least that, as far as I know. That could be false, but I've never seen it since then. sounds false to me. I haven't seen it's been over a, like a year now almost. Did you know that Kit Kat is a, a Hershey product here in the United States, but in Canada it's a Nestle product? Really? I yeah, did not so know that. They're actually bundled differently up there in Canada. Isn't this a great story? I told you, kids, we have so much candy material. It's all um, episode. I've got a pretty big candy material here. Oh, she wrote it down. No, <laughs> I didn't. I was yeah. looking up about the Reese's Take Five bar. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't really find a good answer in this three seconds. But I found a new candy in the shop right this week. I found a new candy. That I'm going to try for you live on the air, folks. So, oh. Um, we found it's made by Bomber, not a notoriously good candy company. No. Yeah, I'm coming for you like that. Um, it's a YooHoo candy bar. Now, the thing about YooHoo, it is a chocolate What's it called? Chocolate milk flavored? It's what? like a chocolate inspired Chocolate beverage. flavored drink. It's not really chocolate milk. There's no dairy um, in a YooHoo. It's, it's for the youth. And uh, used to come in. You know it's a. Uh, it's for the youth. Well, it could be for Is adults. Is there a fucking age limit I missed? No, but you would get them in like the little YooHoo juice boxes. You know, Maybe except Yoo-Hoo, it wasn't a juice box. But that was really a, a cornerstone of my youth was YooHoo. And I probably haven't had a YooHoo in God knows how long. But... I was shocked to find this YooHoo candy because it's not a chocolate bar. It is milk chocolate flavored. Ugh. Um, classic YooHoo. So I'm going to try this YooHoo bar. I, I think it's probably absolute garbage. Yeah. You, you I'll talk that? while you open it up and Go start ahead. chewing. Talk Please it. don't chew into the mic. That's <laughs> lame. Um, All right. Listen, Scale kids. of one to ten, how bad do you guys think? I'm going to guess it's a seven. Uh, listen, kids... I don't want to be rude, but this candy, uh, I mean, this Halloween, um, if you do go trick-or-treating, and you really shouldn't, there's a pandemic, just buy some candy at the store and give it to your kids. If you, um, Molly's making a kind of a face at this uh, YooHoo, we're going to let her finish that bite, but uh, if you do, please make sure to put extra razor blades in your crunch bars, and here's why. Crunch bars got those little rice pellets in them. You'll never even notice the razor blade in there. So uh, open up your candy. 
put some razor blades in there and get to chewing. All right. So I am calling bullshit. Yeah. One, it don't really taste like Yoohoo. But I see why they chose Bomber because now that I'm thinking about it, Yoohoo might taste a little like Bomber chocolate in that this tastes like regular Bomber chocolate and yeah. uh, it's gross. Not that it's gross, but it's like it's not Hershey. It's yeah. just like maybe if you ate some of the powder and like a Swiss Miss hot chocolate before you mixed Ooh, it. Yeah. But like worse. That's also just a chocolate inspired yeah, like, flavor. It's not a, this is uh, just blah. Like I mean, it's not bad, mm. but like I'd rather eat a Hershey bar. I would never buy you hood candy again. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I would never bomb her chocolate. I hardly know her chocolate. Bravo, Danny. Thank Bravo. You. Bravo. So do you remember when you first heard about the razor blade thing? Do you remember? No, it's been in my life forever because our parents firmly believed that and would we would come home and our parents would feel up our candy like they were at the goddamn candy airport and our parents were the TSA. Well the treat security agency. What's weird Thank is you. I remember like the the some kind of line where it was like they believed it at some point. Yeah. And then I remember Shortly after that, I was still pretty young when they had told me that that was a myth, but that they still needed to check no, the candy. No, it was they. Be, they were more worried about a crazy person would take a syringe. Yeah, they'd open that was the, the new. They would age open myth. up the candy bar. They would take a syringe. They would inject the candy with poison, and then they would reseal the wrapper. And so oh. they would feel the candy. Yes, this was what mom told me. You can't deny much. Why are you always doing this? Because I, I was told that they put the syringe through it, and that's why they looked to see if there's still air in it. Yeah, no, they were looking to see if there was too much air because when they resealed the candy, they would get too much air in the candy package. Okay, we must have had two different people checking our candy because I was did. always told air yeah. in the candy was good. You and didn't if it was have... flat, that that yeah. was the problem. So I always ate the candy that was puffed out with yeah. a lot of air. You didn't have Bernice, our rich person <laughs> nanny? Feel up your candy. No, I think I the, always had dad check my candy. She had the most candy. sensitive fingers in the world. She I think could, dad checked it a little bit quicker it. than mom. Because dad didn't really believe it, I bet. And mom, for sure. There's no way mom didn't 100% believe that more than she believed that there was ever a God or any hope for her <laughs> children. I would still probably check my children's Halloween candy, not yeah. for a syringed candy bar, but just to see if, like, you know, it was opened or anything weird. Yeah. I don't think they're putting razor blades in the candy, but like, I don't know. You you should probably check to make sure your food is always sealed. Yeah, I mean, probably, but like, who cares? Who's gonna, like, am I gonna catch it? Am I gonna be the one, you know, if something was contaminated or tampered with, like, I'm gonna be the detective to figure it out. I'm gonna solve the Tylenol murders. Oh, I did. Oh, oh you did? And I tell you about this, I solved the Tylenol, yeah, the 80s Chicago Tylenol murders. Wow. I, I actually solved those, yeah. Great job. It was, No, because I caught the right guy, but I let him get away. Oh, like again? I, yeah, no, you I, always do that. I found out who did it, but I just sent him a letter that said, thanks, I'm a big fan. Not really. Um, I think what he Yay, did was Yay, Tylenol horrible. murders. Yay, Tylenol. No, we really shouldn't say that because, you know, who knows if uh, one of our five listeners is... Uh, is uh, the mother of that no, poor child. No, I, I will say yay to the Tylenol murders because unfortunately in this world, we never think a step ahead. We're always yeah. a step behind. We just trust that bad things won't happen and we don't take precautions mm. to them, like, you know, sealing your damn bottles. Mm. So um, I do thank the Tylenol murderer yeah. for giving us, like, you know, some protection on the Tamper things that we buy. Seals, yeah. yeah. Isn't it bonkers that in the 80s, like the 19 goddamn 80s, you would walk into a store, buy a bottle of aspirin, open it up, and it was just loose pills in there. No, like nothing. Did they even have that swab of cotton in there that usually stops the pills from rattling? 
I don't know, but you know what's even crazier is that I was about to be like, and that was only 20 years ago, and it was 40 years ago. 40 fucking years ago. I always think the 90s were 10 years ago, no matter how much time has passed. And it's like, I know this is kind of a cliche thing to say, because I just saw a tweet about it today, but it's so fucking true. Like, the 80s will always be 20 years ago, the 70s, 30 years ago, 90s, 10 years ago. Amen to that. Can you imagine people who were like teens in the 80s being like, I can't believe 1940. <laughs> it's 40 years ago. 1940 was always 20 years ago. Probably. It's me, an 80s Or do you team. think time, like, we've is changed into some kind of weird time continuum where this happens? Or you do think this happens every generation? I can generation? tell you based on the last seven or so months that there is no such thing as time and that <laughs> time I- Time is an illusion. I am- Barely holding it together. <sighs> yeah. 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 Um, Do you ever just like run out of steam and then this little girl has to like turn a big key in your back and then you are a, a sort of a brass man who's from the <laughs> land of Oz and your name is TikTok and she goes, are you all right, TikTok? And you go, you're not British, Dorothy. You're from Kansas. That's your one personality trait. Never occurred to me that uh, Dorothy in the original Wizard of Oz is Judy Gunn, who talks like this, Toto, Toto, we have to run now. And she talks like that and yet her Aunt Em is like, Dorothy, I'm worried about you because I'm a southern bill. Neither is right for Kansas. Kansas Neither is one of those impressions they should have right. next to no accent. Well, you know, it was the Midwestern the 30s. neutral. It was the third. That's true. Everyone talked like a newspaper boy. Extra, 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 extra. Oh, I can't do it, but I was trying extra, to be the, extra, extra, all about it. Be the Aladdin guy. He, he, what? The guy who played Aladdin when we oh, saw it on Broadway. Proud Friday. of your boy. <laughs> can't do it. Now I'll make you proud of your boy. Bravo. Blink, blink. Bravo. Blink, blink. Um, that was. You know what I love about Halloween candy, Danny? Your little white house turns green. I loved one the surprise of yeah. um what, what you were gonna get, get. Yeah. and then like oh those just the little individually packaged yeah. peel apart Twizzlers, mm. those were delicious. You know and what I, I loved want about, them. You know what I loved about Halloween candy what? when I would uh, tell mom and dad that I was too sick to go to school right after Halloween, <laughs> and what I would do every year, every year I did this. I would lie on the couch. I would put on Cartoon Network. They would be airing the 70s Scooby-Doo's that are not as good as uh, the originals. Scooby. And I would be watching Scooby-Doo at the ghoul school. I would be watching Scooby-Doo and the motherfucking reluctant werewolf. I would be watching goddamn Scooby-Doo. And I would just lie on the couch and I would just reach from the couch to the floor into that bag and I would just pull out a Kit Kat, just eat that Kit Kat. And I would just make my way through half of that bag of candy in a day. And then I would take the remaining half a pillowcase full of candy, leave it over by the like mantle and just fucking wait for another day. See, I would eat a ton of candy the day after Halloween Mm -hmm. and the day after that. And the day after that, and then I'd leave that half a rest of a pillowcase somewhere yeah. and forget about it and find it in February. Mm. Nasty. Yeah. Well, it was always like, you know, I, I don't know if all you folks at home uh, experienced this, but it was like, you get this unlimited amount of fucking candy, and then your parents are like, don't eat all the candy. And it's like, I wasn't going to eat the whole damn bag, but now you're like, you can have two pieces of candy like that's some bullshit but my favorite post-halloween thing was i would get candy as like my snack for school for the next few days like mom would put like a yeah. little plastic bag with like a reese's and a little mini kit kat and that's like sweet. that was 
The fucking best. She never did that for me, I guess because she probably knew that if she were to even remotely try to control the speed at which I was getting that candy, she would have lost a hand. Well, I think at some point it stopped because I did, but that was also probably when I stopped eating so much candy, you know, like there was a phase where I had a really big sweet tooth and then that just really went downhill and I could only eat like one or two pieces of candy at a time. I can't eat anything sweet anymore. Like I get halfway through a cookie and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, most of the time I'd say that's where I'm at at this point in my life. But then there are those days where like, if there's a bowl of candy there, I'm going to eat the whole fucking Mom bowl. said like, there'd be days like this. There's yeah. certain things I can do. I, I ate a whole bag of mini Starbursts the other day and I felt like a pig. Yeah. Oh, like if you give me a bag of Raisinets, that baby's going to be gone. Sometimes it's just like the little gummy things because they're not made of like anything real. They're just all these artificial things mm. congealed into a shape. Oh. But like I can't eat chocolate anymore. Like I, I have a few bites of chocolate and I'm like about to puke. I don't know what it is with me. But I think that like happens at a certain age, like, and I do think that will yeah. eventually, like, it's probably gonna be a thing where it fluctuates. Yeah. Because I, I used to, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I used to love a good plain Hershey bar, and then I hated it, and I was like, I don't even like chocolate. And then in middle school, that changed, and I was big chocolate fan. I can't even fathom eating a pure bar of chocolate right now. It sounds Aww. so gross to me. Love it. And I just, I'm like, I'm not judging people, obviously. I just like, I like literally that thought is kind of making me ill. Although to be honest, a lot of things make me ill. I'm at a point where I definitely need a drink with candy. You know, like I can't just have like, not like a heavy drink, like, like yeah. I need water. Like chocolate makes me very thirsty. Pour myself a glass of brandy. Like I had that have one bite Skittles. of Yoohoo candy and like I finished my soda. Like I need something to drink. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I finished yeah. my soda. I did. Big girl having her yoo-hoo and Coke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that we're just doing oh, yeahs. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, cartoons. No, uh, really, though. Cartoon, cartoons. I blame uh, American candy. American candy is much sweeter than, say, oh, English candy. The gummies. I'm oh, sorry. But yeah. I love a fucking good gummy bear. And did you know there's this store called Lolly and Pops in, like, other malls that aren't our bad mall that exist, no. and you can get like so many different flavored gummy bears, Danny. I bet you're the kind of person Danny. who's real into it sugar. Oh, I love gummy bears. No, not it sugar. That's lame. But lolly and pops. Yeah, Danny, these gummy bears, every damn flavor, and they're so good. And that's where my addiction to gummy bears really started, and it's grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. I love a good gummy bear. I love a good soft gummy bear, not those hard, crunchy ones. Like I know that. I can't even say it. Is it Harbio? Har- Harbaro? Haribo. Haribo. I know like, they're the they famous ones. I know, but it's been too long. I know they're the famous ones, but like they're so hard. Like it's not enjoyable, but a, a good soft gummy bear or a gummy worm. This is why I don't talk to you outside of doing the podcast. A good soft gummy bear. Listen to you. Have a real man's candy, Molly. Something hearty. Something that could replace a meal. Have a you Snickers. Just, oh, oh, okay. A Snickers. So I'm sorry I'm being peanut allergy friendly over here, Daniel. Peanut allergies aren't real. They got rid of them in the Middle East by giving kids that Bomba stuff. Well, then... what? If only- oh, you have no retort. I mean, I didn't think that that's how they got rid of it. I just didn't know that they had it to begin with. <laughs> Um, no, it's like this thing. It's called Bomba, and it's like a little bit of peanut butter is in it, and it's like mm. you, it's like a chewy thing, and you give it to kids, and like it just slowly microdoses them um, on peanut yeah. butters. I, I've heard uh, that. Peanut stuff. I know that people um, don't have peanut allergies there. I didn't really know how they did it, but well, that's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying for this pandemic. I'm I am worried about trick or treaters, but like I yeah. think that logically, like they should be fine, unless like somebody's answering the door and fucking sneezing on them, which like could happen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't send a kid out this Halloween. I would. I couldn't be that parent that was like, "Hey, yeah. everyone else is going trick or treating, but you're gonna stay oh, home I w- with me." I would. Me. I love my kids. No, I love my curvy wife. You don't even <laughs> want to have kids. <laughs> Do you remember when that was a thing? I love my curvy wife. Guy. No. Oh, that was the worst. That was like three years ago at this point. It was a while ago. Anyway. Um. <laughs> no, but I would never, like, honestly, I'm telling you right now, if I had kids and uh, this pandemic was going on, I would just tell them, I would just be like, hey guys, I know you're real sad about trick or treat, but tonight we're going to play dress up and I bought you this large, each of you gets this big bag of candy and it's like, just I'm just going to give each of them a humongous bag of candy and they, mm. I assure you, they will be sated. They will be satiated. They will not... Because that's the thing about being a kid is that, like, yes, you enjoy the act of trick-or-treating, especially if you go with friends usually. But if if any degree of depression and social anxiety are genetically inherited, my kids would not want to see other kids anymore. Uh, no, see, I think th- for me, it was the fun of going. As much as I love getting the candy, it was just... I love the feel of the Halloween air and, like, going from house to house. I think, if anything, if I was going to be cautious, I'd probably just have my kids trick-or-treat like the people who i knows i still would i just couldn't do it i just would just give them candy but it's not like it's on i'd show them like a fun spooky movie i'd show them the adams family yeah but adams family values so they can hear all the talk about sex yeah that's great parenting i forgot adams family values was pg-13 well how dare you we did a whole episode on it it's like marketed as like a kid's movie i feel like Was was that on nickelodeon no. If it was, I'm gonna if open was, this episode with a night. Nickelodeon Adams Family commercial. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fake yeah, commercial. Make for, no, it'll yeah, probably. When just, you have time to do that, it'll be real. You don't need a time to record our podcast. <sighs> I'm a busy guy. Well, be unbusy. It's a quarantine. You're not even letting your kids go trick or treating. What are you doing? It's uh, usually just crying, looking at a wall. Oh, that does that is pretty time consuming, right? Doesn't lie. it take way longer than you think? It oh, does? crying always takes way longer than you plan. Because you're just like, I'm gonna go have a quick cry, like they do in the movies. And but then, then it's like, like you're all snotty, tired from you're crying red. so yeah. much, like yeah. You look like Anne Hathaway in Les Mis. Um, here's <laughs> you cut I- your hair. Oh God. Well, no, I, I don't really go that far. Yeah. You know what? I just had the errant thought of though. Mm-hmm. We should. <laughs> You know how we always fade out over a song yeah. and we always deliberate what it is. I just had, I was trying to think of while you were talking like songs that have candy and I didn't want to do like, I, I want, want candy. candy. That's the obvious, right. or you know, um, sugar, banana, nut, nut, oh, honey, honey. Yeah, no, you don't want a gingy singing that from the strike too far, far away. I don't Kind of funny, but no, both too obvious. I was thinking, did you ever hear the song, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, I smell sex and candy. It's like this sad song from like the early 2000s, but it just has candy in the title. I thought you were going to say Hard Candy Christmas. Oh, no. I can't do that. That's going to be uh, our Christmas Hard episode. Hard Candy Christmas. I watched like a lot of covers of that because I watched that yeah. one Dolly Parton video of her watching other people do her covers. <laughs> Heard way too many versions of Hard Candy Christmas. You're about to hear mine. And none of them were yours. Yeah, this, and I was like, November, Dolly needs to hear yours. Leading up to Christmas, I'm going to release that video. She's releasing her Christmas album. Are you excited about it? Uh, Molly, I pre-ordered six copies. <laughs> I'm giving them to my six favorite people and I'm really sorry but you're not on the list this year i have you just you saying that just made me think of something candy. important i have a new campaign for our listeners yeah and no one out there is going to care but i'm hoping somebody does 
I'm pretty obsessed with Funko Pops, Good. if you don't know this. So lame. Uh, I don't care if it's lame. Your interests I are bad them. and mine are good. Yeah, I know. You, I'm super you've made unique. that so clear, I Daniel. Read comic Even though books. you stole all of my interests. But I that's like a story Star Wars. for another day. Anyway, folks at home, if you like me at all, or if you like Funko Pops at all, or if you like Matthew Broderick and Ethan Lane at all I need you to go on the Funko Pop website and go to the part where you can suggest a Funko Pop and I need you to suggest the producers that they make producers Funkos of um, my boys Nathan and Matthew please Leo and Max please I need them to be Funkos I need to have them please go to their website or tweet them thank you very much that's been my brief interrupting Danny campaign Um, thank you yeah, Danny, you can play whatever song you want when we fade out. I don't care. Are you sure? I'm sure. Well, I'm going to just sing it now. Sing away. Episode's over. I smell sex and candy. Who's that lounging in my chair? Oh, wait. I didn't get to tell them what I'm doing, Who's though. The reason I brought this up. My trick-or-treating fans who are going to let their children out, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make some individually wrapped little bags that are sealed, and I'm going to have a, a separate peanut allergy of bucket with no peanut candy and then um, another one with some mixed assortment of candy. And I'm hoping that's the safest I can make it. And I'll leave it outside and replenish it every so often so that there's not too many bags in there so that not, not too many people are touching them. Not that we get too many trick-or-treaters because they always skip our house for some reason. Maybe it's because our decorations are lame, but I'm working on it. I really am. Mm. Yeah, Danny totally cares. Um, this has been the most interesting episode of The Pants Are Too Tight. It's not over. How long have we been doing this? 40 minutes. That's not long enough. Well, we gotta waste an hour of these people's time. Then give me some facts about candy. I looked it up, by the way. Reese's um, is now in charge of uh, Take 5. They rebranded. They're part of the Reese's family, it says. So, thank you. I was facts correct. Facts about candy. Okay, well, everybody knows J.K. Simmons is the voice of the yellow M&M. I <sighs> love that. Academy Award winning uh, actor J.K. Simmons. Everybody knows that Billy West is the voice of the red M&M. Billy West, Fry on Futurama. Everybody knows Cree Summer. Uh, Susie Carmichael on Rugrats, Penny from the original Inspector Gadget. Everybody knows that she is the uh, the voice of the green M&M. Uh, everybody knows green M&Ms are widely considered uh, an aphrodisiac. Everybody knows that the, um, oh gosh, what's, what's that one M&M who's like a, a cube? He's like a, he's like oh, a the nerd. the new Carmel M&M? Yeah, the Carmel one. Everybody knows that's David Cross. Um, Everybody knows. <laughs> do you have a Halloween candy that you always hated getting? Uh, yeah, I hated most Halloween candy, and I didn't realize this until much later. But like ninety percent of it was duds, and then I would get like, uh, including milk duds. Duds. I didn't like du- dots. 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 I didn't like dots. I didn't like milk duds. I didn't like any like the, of those slightly off-brand candies that older people would give you. Hated that shit. Um, there's a there's a Gravity Falls episode where there's a monster made out of all the loser candy that people throw mm. away, and it's like all these non name brand lollipops and black licorice. See, I always liked. I would get like the sugar babies or sugar daddy candies, which because like that was the kind of candy that you wouldn't get yeah. during the year at a regular time. Can like, you believe they named candies no. sugar daddies and sugar babies? It's hysterical. That's weird. I remember when I first got a sugar daddy. Yeah. Oh, we all remember our first Molly. <laughs> I was so excited because I had never seen it before and I wasn't allowed to have it because uh... <laughs> it looked like it could have been tampered with. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. Molly! So then I was always so all nervous. All of that. 
I know. Works out of context. I, I remember my first sugar daddy couldn't have him, really wanted to. Um, I remember I had never seen it before. I hadn't, I'm but uh, so, I was so excited. And then so I got to have it and it was good, but then like mom was always like, you, you probably shouldn't really have it because like when she would chew on the sugar babies, one of her caps like came out. Yeah. That happened to her several times with sugar babies and milk studs. And I'm like, who the hell was doing your dental work? Because I eat lots of chewy candy and my caps stay on. Hi, I'm chewy candy. I love my dentist. I'm actually in love with my dentist. Um God hoping he never hears this because of how much dental work I have to get done. Um, that'd be embarrassing. Mm. Do you remember at the dentist's office when they would like pay you money if you brought in your Halloween candy? Yeah, I hated that. It was like for every pound of Halloween candy, it was way too much. It's like yeah. no kid collects a pound. Even if I got a pound, like a dollar, no thank you. But I think like I realized later on that like that was actually not just like I always thought it was just to get kids to not eat candy. But then it was like they collected. I always thought they threw it out. They like collect it and send it to like the troops or something. Like there is something yeah, they do I with guess. it, which I didn't know at the time. I was just like, this is an evil I scheme guess. by the dentists of America. Ay ay ay. I hated getting a hundred grand bars and I don't yeah. know why. I think like someone just told me it was like an older candy and I was probably like, oh, I don't like that. Well, I don't like old people. I don't like old people. Do you like old I'm people? I'm so ageist. It's not even funny. Yeah. Trying to work on it. I am. But I've met a lot of old people I really don't like and very few that I do. I don't think old people... I don't know. I can't group them together because some old people are, are you know, mm, and then some are, mm, and so that's how all human, be human beings are. I did it. I figured it's out. like the people that I've met in my life that are fun old people are like not people I think of as old. It's weird how I have that. Because you view them as human because yeah, you're a monster exactly. person. Yeah. No, um, I've just met too many old people that I've got issues with. I guess candy, Halloween candy. Which is the phrase, the only true like seasonal candy that's like big enough to get noted would be candy corn. Fucking candy corn. I know you hate candy corn. I do. Are you on, you like candy corn? I was a big candy corn guy. So we are on the age old debate of is candy corn good or bad? Well, you know what they say, Molly. Two brothers met each other on the battlefield. One more blue, one more gray. You know what I always hated around Halloween, Danny? Um, Me. You would stay i hated you year round Andy. i know <laughs> no um i always hated the guess how many candy corns are in the jar things yeah because you never did it it's like fucking suck at You're those things i hate it it yeah. is not i i have no spatial awareness like not even close i have never have the slightest clue but they're so popular around this time of year yeah. And I'm kind of glad that we're not going anywhere so I don't have to see that and fail at guessing. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I when it comes to um, candy corn, I was a huge candy corn guy. Yeah. And I would just eat like whole bags of it. Blech. Like I'd go to the, you know, like they would have them for like a dollar each. And I would just like go and buy a bunch of candy corn and just plow through bags Ooh. of it. And then I got to college and it was like one of the only snacks I brought with me. Because it was like I moved in in September and they had already started selling candy corn. Right. So it was one of the only snacks I had. And so like it was like all the time just eating popcorn and uh, Chex Mix because that comes Ooh, in a big bag Chex and a ton of candy corn. And then I bought like one bag of like mixed like nerds <laughs> and things like that. 
And I went through all that really fast because that was exciting. And so then I just like, I ate so much candy corn that I was just like, I don't hate the taste of it or anything. I just have no more desire to eat it. I finally filled that void in my heart. Um, (laughs) There is a candy corn limit. There's a candy corn shaped hole in my heart and I filled it to the brim. Mm -hmm. Guess how many pieces it took, Molly? That's right. Your worst (laughs) nightmare writ large. My college roommate really liked candy corn and Do you imagine if there was like a Batman? It's like a Batman comic where the Riddler's like, I'm going to kill someone unless you can figure out how many pieces of candy corn are in you the know, jar. You know, like, that's my fear. Like, I, I literally, I, I am so bad at it. It gives me so much anxiety when those happen because it's like, I don't know if like 200 is too much or like yeah. way too little. Like, I, I have no clue. Molly, I don't think I've ever found out the answers. So yeah. That might be why. When push comes to shove, it's never enough. What was that? What's, is there a clicking noise? Do you hear that? There's a clicking on the audio track. Oh, you're spasming again. Please stop. Please stop. I don't like hearing that noise. You know, the listeners don't like it either. It's your podcast. Oh, yeah. It's my podcast. You do so many voices that make me so uncomfortable on here. I'm just going to deal with my clicking in response to your joke. In response to my joke. In response to your joke. We all talked about this. If you like a joke, you're supposed to snap like you're at a poetry slam. That's not snapping. Well, my snap isn't loud enough for anyone to hear. Yeah, that's Danny's snap. This is mine. In stereo. I like when that guy snaps in Ratatouille and he's like, ooh. Yeah. Skinner. I don't know names. His name is Skinner. You know I don't know names. He's the sous chef. Danny, he's I by literally Ian know no names. I love Ratatouille. Rat and Batootie. Okay, here's the thing about Ratatouille. A, it's a perfect movie. B, every character in it is delightful. C, everyone who has to do a French accent does such a convincing French accent that I still have a hard time believing that it's the people who do the voices. Like... Janine Garofalo as Colette is unrecognizable. Her voice is like not even in there. It is a perfect French accent. And I don't know how she did it. Like she's so good in that. And same thing with Ian Holm, who I believe is British. Uh, he he plays Skinner and he's it's a flawless French accent. I don't know if his voice is going to be in the new Ratatouille ride at Disney World because he did it for the one in Paris. And it's a clone of the same attraction, but obviously it's not going to have the French dialogue. Mm. Um it's going to have the English. In the French ride, they say everything in English, and then they kind of repeat it in French. Uh, so, like, Patton Oswalt comes out and says, like, Bonjour! I'm Remy! Like, you know, like, he does both. It must be so annoying for the people who speak, speak both French who and English. <laughs> who speak French and English. It's, very it's like you just have to hear Banks, it, yes. like, uh, Thackeray Banks. Thackeray Banks. Hello, my name is... Thackeray Banks! At any rate, Love the way you kind of you did it. you undid your hair and you're starting to look like Sarah Jessica Parker in uh, wow. Hocus Pocus. I'll not take it not as regular a Sarah Jessica. Parker. I'll take it as a compliment. I mean, sure, yeah. Did you see that her and uh, Kathy Najimy and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker are doing a uh, Bette Midler are doing? Stop! Something. You just I thought you were gonna say, did you uh, see her and Matthew Broderick are uh, splitting up? And no, I was gonna cry never. on the podcast. Hey, the quarantine's been tough on a lot of relationships, Molly. A lot of. People. Do you remember when Sarah Jessica Parker was on Comedians in Cars getting coffee, and I was like, she's a comedian. And then you remembered that she was like the lead on Sex and the City, which but was the, a comedy But show. I wouldn't think of her as a comedian. Well, yeah, but who else? He's had a lot of people on there that are just like, I, like Alec Baldwin's not a comedian. No, oh, but he's a man, I so didn't, you didn't I, question No, it. I didn't know he was on. Oh, well, he was on, and it's probably- <laughs> I would have also thought that was weird then. Honestly, I, I having seen it. every episode of that show, unfortunately, <laughs> I would say Alec Baldwin, maybe my least favorite. I'm trying to think. My least favorite was Jerry Lewis. Okay. 
But the thing you know, I come is, hard for Jerry Lewis. But and I do understand not why find he him ha- funny. I knew I understood why he had to have Jerry. I on. understand why he had to have him, and then he like died shortly after that one. Right? That was I think him? they re-released it when Jerry Lewis died. Oh, okay, and they put up um, a little dedicated. But to I, I just don't find the man funny. It was before my era of comedy. It was before my time. Before my Did time. I ever tell you about the Jerry Lewis movie where he plays the clown in the Holocaust? Do you know about this? No. Oh, okay. I thought that was a bit. <laughs> no, Jerry Lewis, um, like, independently made this movie called The Day the Clown Cried. And it's about a clown who is taken away by the Nazis and he has to entertain the children in the camps. And then he marches the children. He keeps them laughing and smiling while they are marched off to be executed. Oh, my God. This sounds like. And it was Jerry Lewis's attempt to do a serious movie. Okay, I'm he was glad going that to, that was a serious It was like his comedy. Robin Williams doing... Uh, uh, no, that is no, no, no. Let me finish. No. My fucking sentence. No, you have lost. Listen, I... Um, no, it's the line is you will die. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah. So it, it was like when Robin Williams did Goodwill Hunting or mm-hmm. Dead Poets Society, he was supposed to be like, look at this funny guy, how serious he can be. And, you know, he still needed to be a comedian because he plays a clown and, you know, it's, he's a, he's a Jewish man. And so it's connected to his heritage. And, uh, reportedly it was so bad and, uh, was so tasteless that Jerry Lewis just bought the rights to the movie and stuck it in a vault somewhere and it'll never be released. Damn. And only like eight people in the world have ever seen the movie. One of them is Harry Shearer, the voice of Mr. Burns on The Simpsons, and the guy from Spinal Tap. He is, he's one of like eight people in the world who's seen it because a friend of his somehow got a hold of the like one of the tapes of it and showed it to him. And apparently it is just as bad as everyone thinks. It is just as offensive as it sounds based on the premise. It's boring. It's emotional. Um, and that's what, there's an episode of Animaniacs that's like a parody of that where the Jerry Lewis character is doing uh, like a version of Apocalypse Now where because Apocalypse Now was like a very difficult to produce film and there was a whole documentary in the 90s about how difficult it was to make Apocalypse Now called Hearts of Darkness and so it's like that but instead of like a good movie they're making a weird Jerry Lewis movie this was a real tangent I don't know what this yeah, had to do with that candy that is so sad did I ever tell you and the folks at home about um the, the tragedy guy of Darth who showed Plague up the at no Oh. It's not a story. At my general. garage sale, that was doing a Jerry Lewis impression. Mm-hmm. Really weird. So random. You did tell me about this. Want to uh, eliminate that from my memory, as mm-hmm. I don't like Jerry Eternal Lewis. Sunshine of the Jerry Lewis mind. Um, Hocus Pocus, great film. Just throwing that out there. You already know it. It's become way too big in the last few years. Thus undermining how good it is. Um. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so things are less special when more people share in the enjoyment of them. No. But it's like that thing where like it's literally everywhere. Yeah. I hate when if if this is my thing. I love the whole 13 nights of Halloween or like now it's 31 days like they do it all October on yeah. Freeform. But when you're going to play the same movie a hundred times on there, that movie's like oversaturated now. It's the same reason Christmas Vacation and Elf is starting to be like oh, just over blot. Like there's so many Halloween movies. There's so many christmas movies and we just keep watching the same five Mm. and they're good but there's more movies than that Mm -hmm. my hot take um danny molly have you ever had a whatchamacallit no and i never will here's why our nana as a sentence filler would just say whatchamacallit she genuinely when she couldn't remember something she would go like ah whatchamacallit 
And so there's a candy bar called a whatchamacallit, and I've never had one, and I never will. Well, that was one of those candies she would tell me. Or someone would tell me, um, like, you know, that that was an old candy and they don't make it anymore. Yeah. And since then, I've seen whatchamacallits, and I keep going to buy it, but I have yet to have it. I so just, it's on my list. I, I don't know. Like, candy, honestly, now that we've been talking about it for so long. Sounds so bad. I feel disgusted by candy all of a sudden. Yeah, but I do kind of still want the cherry pull-apart Twizzlers. Those sound good. I still kind of want to do our recreation of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I want a chocolate fountain now. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. It's it's too early for Christmas. Molly, I want candy. Not too early for Christmas, too early for the list. Although I did buy my first Christmas present yesterday. Oh. Not for me. I bought I can't it believe for no someone. one's ever given you a Christmas present before. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like everyone really dropped the ball. No, um, yeah, my Christmas shopping has officially begun. My nose is so itchy. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yeah, I'm and excited. And I know what I'm getting our, our, our one of our friends, one of our mutual friends. I can't say oh. which one. But it's your both of you are going to basically get a variation on the same thing. Oh, really? Not that that'll clue you in at all. But uh, you're getting something, and then one of our friends is getting a similar thing. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready for Christmas and all the Christmas-themed Pants Are Too Tight episodes we'd have. Yeah, we're going to do one about um, how... how Christmas candy. Yeah, Christmas stockings and the chairs. Oh, Christmas chairs. Can you guys tweet me what kind of Halloween candy you like the most? I know that's so basic, but like I am just curious. Or send yeah. us a message on Instagram or comment on our Instagram post or send us an email. Ooh, a giant spider cricket thingy, Danny. Danny, a cricket, a cricket. Kill it. I'm not going to kill it. Kill the bug. It's indoors. You're the, you gotta kill it. I'll kill it. But I don't have anything to kill it with. You're so lame. Somebody's gotta keep talking while you murder that bug alive on the air. Oh, he's jumping and he's jumping away. <laughs> Danny cannot catch him. No, he killed him with a tap shoe. He did. He killed him with a tap shoe. Um, not that I always like think you have to kill a bug, but with these giant fucking jumping crickets, they gotta get out of here. That's a garbage bag right there. You know, I know that one. You're a garbage bag. You're a garbage bag. Um, please tweet us. Uh, tell me about your favorite, least favorite Halloween candy. Will you check your kid's Halloween candy? I feel really bad that I killed that book. Oh, oh, oh. I guess you'll have to, you know, cry about it some more. Like the baby I'm too tired. Are. I already cried today. It's really exhausting. We've been over this. This. I'm sorry if this episode was lame, but four You're weeks, lame. Four weeks of Halloween topics was harder than we thought. We really didn't think we had... We thought we had a lot more to say about candy we did but how do you feel about fun size versus big candy? oh yeah um it depends on the candy honestly i like a fun size kit kat this but bitch, i want like 40 of them this bitch thinks that fun size m&ms are different than regular size m&ms but she likes the minis uh, but she mini acknowledges M&Ms are the fucking she acknowledges best. that that's different than the fun size yeah they are different and i i won't comment too much on the fun size versus the regular size m&ms but the minis is the right ratio of chocolate, like shell to chocolate inside. I like the minis. Um, they're the most underrated M&M out there. Thank this isn't you very Halloween much. specific, but it is about candy. The M&M slogan is uh, melt in your hand, not your mouth, or melt in your mouth, not in your hand. But that's a load of bullshit. Anyone who's ever eaten M&Ms but once has looked at their palm and seen the little red yeah. and blue imprints I from just the candy. ate a caramel apple today that I made that had um, some nice mini M&Ms on the outside, and my hands were rainbow. Do you ever think the M&Ms, uh, do you ever just want to see them like star in a half-hour animated sitcom no. every week on CBS? Never. No, just me? Not even a little. M&Ms on CBS? No. No, just me. Just you. Just me. Yeah. I shouldn't have spent $20 million animating no. 
45 episodes. Nobody wants to see that. Because I went right ahead and assumed they were going to have a second season, but I ran out of money to finish the second season. So I did the first 26, which is a broadcast season, and then I started on the next 26, but I ran out before I hit the full 52. Wow. Hey, don't patronize me. Wow. Oh, my head's so itchy. Oh, what a shame. It's all the crickets. All right. Well, happy Halloween, folks. We will see you next week. Yeah, if we on make it On a chilling then. episode of The Pants Are True Tight. This chilling chamber. You'll have to stay tuned to find out what we'll talk about. Has no windows and no doors. It's not this chilling chamber. It's this chilling. Ch- no, um, it's. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. I kind of want the Haunted Mansion Funko, but I know there's no reason for me to have it. Hey, listen, goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween, awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Just do it while you got a chance. Don't forget, all our social media stuff is in the description of the episode. I am Engage just- Engage with us, please. We're I'm, bored. Oh, I'm, well, I'm real. Bored. I'm real downbeat this week, Molly. I don't know what to Send Danny you. some love, guys. Don't do it. You don't know who I am. Send him some love. Don't, please don't That's do that. That's not a song. I just- Nobody I'm losing my mind. Nobody loves me. That's from the Cat in the Hat cartoon. All right. uh, It's been a great episode. Molly, I am going to fade out over the song Sex and Candy, and I don't care if you know it because it's a great song. And it's not not dirty. The title makes you think like, oh, there's going to be a lot of talk about sex. No. There's no more words about sex or candy in the whole song. It's just about someone is sitting in the chair that he was sitting in and looking at him angrily. Oh. Well... I'm going to go eat some candy because I've got a bunch upstairs, but not anymore of this YooHoo crap. Oh, if you try the YooHoo candy, let me know what you think. I'm curious if anyone out there likes it. I don't think anyone else is going to waste their hard-earned money. Fuck you, YooHoo candy. Fuck you. You really got me. Yeah. Today I bought a paperback of Agatha Christie's novel Curtain, which is the last of the Hercule Poirot series. And I bought it because it's the specific uh, edition of Agatha Christie paperbacks that has the Knives Out font. The Knives Out font was a recreation of that uh, series of paperbacks. It's a great movie. Great, that'll be a great movie to have for Halloween. Can you play when the next one, the next episode? Can we fight out over eight more days to Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. What? Eight more days to what are Halloween. You, what are you doing? So, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that just came in my head. The countdown. Yeah, the giveaway from Halloween yeah, 3. Yeah. Season of the yeah. Witch. Yeah. Must be the season of the witch. Good job. Must be the season of the witch. Louis Armstrong did not, of course, perform that song. <laughs> Who sings that? I don't know. Dano? Never even heard of it. Oh, it's a rather popular song. I thought perhaps you'd heard. Nope. I want to watch Young Frankenstein. Your version or the real version? Yeah, the version that I remade in my backyard with a Super 8 millimeter camera with my friends and they made a documentary about it. And Steven Spielberg said it was good. Yeah. That's a reference to... You know, forget it. Who gives a shit if anyone understands what I'm saying? I certainly don't. If I did, I would have stopped talking a long time ago. Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. We hope you are getting ready for this Halloween. Let us know what your plans are. What are yeah. you doing during this pandemic Halloween? Let me guess. Staying indoors? we That's the right answer. But let me know what you're doing. Are you recreating the Haunted Mansion in your home? Are you... Filming Young Frankenstein scene for scene? Are you house. having a Zoom Halloween watch party? How Zoom-ween? Are you trying to eat as much candy as possible or as little candy as possible? Are you going to track down Bette Midler and liquor till she admits Hocus Pocus is pretty good? Has anyone out there, let me know if you've read the book. Like, I'm curious about this Hocus Pocus book. Oh, I thought you meant it was based on something. And I was like, like their spell book. I was like, did you no, read this book? No, no, they have the Hocus Pocus book oh. that's got like the information about the sequel. I read in it, a whole I think, book about something. the Halloween movies. How did we not talk about that?
Because this I, is an episode about candy. I know, but we I read a whole book about the making of the uh, the Halloween franchise, and it goes all the way up to the newest one with Jamie Lee Curtis. It's called Taking Shape, and it's uh, Dustin McNeil is one of the writers. I can't remember the other one. I just remember that Dustin McNeil is one of the writers because every time I listen to the audiobook version, and uh, every time they get to an interview, they say, Interview by Dustin McNeil, because I guess he was the one who did the interviewing for the book. Every interview says, Interview by Dustin McNeil, and they have to specify because he has a co author, but like it. So he's the only one whose name I could remember. Apologies to the other guy, but it was a great book. I really enjoyed listening to it. It's about specifically the uh, screenplays of all the Halloween movies and how they developed into the finished films you've seen. And there's a lot of interesting little tidbits. There's a lot. Of weird stuff just kind of thrown in there um but it really did make me appreciate um uh the fact that uh jamie lee curtis is the greatest actress of all time and i found out this is a fun little fact that you don't know yet that she's in halloween 3 season of the witch really which is yeah famously halloween 3 season of the witch does not have michael myers and is totally unconnected from the other halloweens uh except for the fact that on the television Mm -hmm. they're playing the movie halloween one yeah uh because they wanted to start doing them as anthology movies so they didn't have to keep bringing back michael myers every time of course that didn't happen and they kept bringing back michael myers every time um but jamie lee curtis kind of didn't want to do anything after halloween 2 she didn't want to do another one she came back for h2o and it was her big return to the franchise and then she did the one in 2018 which was the gritty you know reboot uh, sequel to just the original but in halloween 3 season of the witch jamie lee curtis appears uh two separate times there's a point where there's an announcement over a pa system and it's just like uh, attention blah, blah 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 that's jamie lee curtis's voice yeah. and then when the guy uh picks up the phone there's a part where he's trying to like he oh god what which part of the movie is this it's the main guy tom atkinson yeah. he picks up the phone and he's like yelling at someone and on the other end of the phone is this like very calm voice that's just also jamie lee curtis and i don't know why like she was a movie star she was very famous and she I just i can't think of a time when he's talking to someone calmly only when his wife is like yelling at him on the other no end there's the another part i can't remember what it is it's she's a voice on a phone and then she's also a voice on a sound system mm. and i honest to god can't remember uh when that happens i haven't seen halloween three in years i, I saw watch it, it two days ago i know and that's why i thought i'd tell it you because it would be fun yeah i like i like that tidbit <sighs> but it wasn't right. a good enough tidbit to go out on so why don't so... you and i skip in a circle and hold hands like a seance or something no like just skipping like for fun when we were kids um no that requires too much energy instead Mm. i will say i thought that i we talked about costumes last week and latex masks and um i saw that hot topic has the couple from uh beetlejuice's like wacky head masks and those are cool but i imagine they smell very much like rubber energy why won't you go out with me? What? That's a Weird Al song called Melanie, and I sang oh. Energy. I should have sang the the universe of energy. Ellen's Here universe we go. of energy? Watch it grow. It's the universe of energy. Oh, no, that's from the original version of the ride before they put Ellen in there. Well, it was better. Before it became Ellen's energy adventure. Now it's gone. Do you think she beat up any assistants on the set of that ride? I don't know what happened. She's just chucking fake rocks at them while Bill and I watched. Uh, You know I declined to comment on all matters, Ellen. Of course. Um, Because you are Dakota Johnson. Have you ever seen that clip of her on Ellen just being like, no, you were invited to my party, party. Yeah. That feels um, like an SNL sketch. <laughs> if Ellen has to be canceled, yeah. I request we replace her with David Spade. 
We can't have a lateral move, Molly. I want the lateral move. Do you think David Spade is um, really nice backstage? I feel like he's probably just normal. He, I think, is exactly how he is on stage. I think that... I think that is David Spade through and through. I think David Spade is a... Is a, is, a, is a good man, probably. Like, I don't want to take a shot. It might that. be, like, low-key in love with David Spade. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think we're both deeply attracted. <laughs> we we had Spade. that day where we just bonded over the love of David Spade, yeah. and uh, I brought you into the world a little, and you, you saw the light. I saw the light. We see the, the light. You know what? Wait, you know what that song I was singing is from? No. That is... It's, I saw the light, I saw the light, there was a darkness, now it's in sight. I saw what is the it? light. You're seeing it, it's not telling me it what it is. It is from one episode of Columbo where Johnny Cash is the murderer, where Johnny Cash is the murderer, and he plays a fake country singer, even though Johnny Cash was a real country singer, he plays a fake country singer who's who's a murderer, and um, they have him... They they got him to record an original song for that, and it's like some old, I don't know, some old uh, spiritual Jesusy song that he sings. But he recorded it exclusively for that episode, and I I can never find it anywhere. I don't think it's available for sale. But it's like this, it's n- it's not lost because it's in the episode. But it's this like semi lost Johnny Cash recording wow. for one episode, of, and he's really good in it. Like Johnny Cash is a really Talented good actor. He's a really good actor. May he rest in peace. I mean, he may. I don't know. He has permission. Yeah, I mean, I think I, you mean Ken. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm a high school English teacher, but the opposite. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for being on this ride with us. I I hope you had a good time. If not, come back next week for a better one. Yeah, hopefully, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go cry in a bath. I'm gonna go to sleep because I got work in the morning. Most people do. All right, Danny, wake up. You're you can't go out on this low of a note. Oh. There you go, that's better. I smell sex and can't end it yeah. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Mama, this Charlotte is a dream. Smell sex and candy hair. Who's that lounging in my?